Welcome to episode 74 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we watch the Game Awards over a couple bottles of wine. Now, this is not a typical episode of the Left Behind Game Club. Typically, we play old games and talk about them like a book club, but once or twice a year, we get together around a great event in the gaming industry and talk about it. If you want to talk about the Game Awards with the Left Behind Game Club community, you can find our Discord at leftbehindgame.club. You can find us on Twitter at leftbehindclub and on Instagram at leftbehindgameclub. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCord, and today I have two friends with me. The first friend, you know her, you love her. Her name is Katie Lesperance. Hello. My second friend, uh, sitting right next to Katie, sharing a microphone with Katie, is a friend you may know from past podcasts. His name is Travis Colnut. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Uh, today we are talking about the 2019 Game Awards. The three of us just sat, um, had a few glasses of wine, and watched a few, a few and watched what was uh, a great edition of the Keeleys once again. The Keeleys. The Keeleys. I didn't know they were called that. They aren't. Well, they're like colloquially called the Ke- the Keeleys. They should be called the Keeleys. They should be called the Keeleys. Like so the Oscars. I- yeah. Yeah. The Keeleys. I mean, that's what he's trying to do with it, right? He wants to make a name for himself. <laughs> I mean, he already he's Jeff Keeley. Yeah, I guess. In all I fairness, mean, like- Katie, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to put you on blast here, but like... You didn't really ever see Jeff Keighley before tonight, right? No. Because you've never watched the Game Awards. I've never actually watched it. I always, like, I've, like, watched the recaps, mm-hmm. or, like, read the recaps. I've never sat down and streamed the Game Awards, and then I had you two guys over, and we're like, we're going to watch the Game Awards. And you know what? I had a lot of fun, actually. Yeah? It's entertaining. Travis. Yeah. They're announcing a new No More Heroes game. Yeah, I I didn't realize that that was a trailer for No More Heroes because it started out like a like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, type honestly, deal, like right? we're, we're sitting here like, what is this? And Katie's like, this is not for me. And this is not for. <laughs> I legit got up and walked away, and then uh, we're just like, what is this? And all of a sudden, like the screen breaks and Travis Touchdown shows up, and I'm like, what? is happening it was anime before the which i mean is no more heroes (laughs) no more heroes is anime let's be real but when i saw that i was like what's happening and then it said there's an extended trailer which i have not yet watched but i'm super interested uh i mean i love no more heroes i love the first two games i mean the protagonist shares my name not that that is a key factor in it but you know it's one of the parts and then would having touchdown as a last name be difficult I mean, it's probably better than my current last name, so... <laughs> you have a good last name. No, 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 no. No, he doesn't. No, Touchdown would be better. It's a bad last Yeah, name. it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love you and all, but... <laughs> Colnut? I don't know. I. It's not great. I'd rather have Touchdown. I'm surprised that your wife took your name. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Wow! The daggers are coming rough. out. What? The dagger. <laughs> The daggers are coming out. Yeah, daggers. Uh, you know what's bigger than a dagger? What? Cloud's sword. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy VII, the wow. remake, the trailer like that came that immediately after that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm the king of segues. Yes. I like that. I am I mean, I like, having never played Final Fantasy VII, I'm super into Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake. I don't really know why or how, but I, I've delved enough into the lore to know. How do you get into Final Fantasy VII so hard? You were so excited, and you've never played it. You know what? Okay, so (laughs) my cousins had a demo for Final Fantasy VII that they got out of, I want to say, GamePro magazine way back in the day. I love me some demo games. And we played that demo so many times oh so like the opening like time crunch thing the time crunch thing and you played that demo so many times that you just start loving it the music just kind of gets etched into your brain so you just internet it i honestly final fantasy 7 yeah and i grew up with nintendo system so i never had a ps oh right 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 i never had a playstation i never i played a lot of final fantasy 9 um at my uncle's house but once again it was a case of 
I played the first disc of Final Fantasy IX, <laughs> and then he didn't have enough save memory on his oh, disc, so, so I would go over, play the first full disc, and then have to, like, there goes my game. I would leave and have to start all over every time I go over to my uncle's house. I just picture you, like, hiding in the bathroom oh, or yeah. something and trying to, like, stay there the night and trying to hide <laughs> so you can finish it. Yeah, no, so I ended up having to, like, replay that game over and over again. Not that, like, <laughs> Final Fantasy IX is anything like seven, but at the same time, I have just this affinity okay, for the characters. Final Fa- okay, the Final Fantasy VII remake showed up as a presentation. Mm-hmm. On the Game Awards. Yeah. And the only person in the room that got excited was you. And, and you were like, them. yes, thank God. I've never played it ever. <laughs> I'm so excited for the remake. And I'm sitting and here thinking, like, I should probably play the first one <laughs> so I can appreciate the remake Honestly, a little bit better. Honestly, at this point, you might as well just play the remake. Pretty much. But... I mean, Final Fantasy came up, and I, I think you heard it. I literally handed my microphone off to Katie because I'm like, I don't, I don't Final Fantasy. I've never Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles one time. No. But, like, Final Fantasy is not my stuff. You know what's funny? So I'm going to pass this microphone again because not my thing. So I've been saying, it literally while we've been watching the entire Game Awards, every game that's being announced or showed is fantasy-like. It's very, you know, it's all dragons and yes, arm, suits and of armor. that's not and, your game at and all. And that's not my game. Guess which Final Fantasy is not that? Final Fantasy Seven. It's oh yeah, that's it's true. So, it's industrial. Yeah. it's sci-fi. It's a little bit more it's, sci-fi right. than all the other ones. Yes, and that's probably right. why it's I'm drawn to it, even though I've never played it. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I didn't think of that. I mean, there's other ones. I don't know. Don't I don't know about the newer <laughs> ones. Like <laughs> you're like I don't care. Hand waving. Yeah. to all the other Final Fantasy. I Fantasies. think 14 might be a bunch of shirtless guys driving in a car, <laughs> and I don't think that sounds very like that's not for you. No, nah, I'm good. Come but on, like, dude. <laughs> But, like, also, that doesn't sound like fantasy, so... Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it's not my fantasy, but, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it, but I don't know. But that's it's the thing. Me. So, Final Fantasy VII holds a special place in my heart for having never for played having it. For having never played it. Yeah. So, I was super excited about it that. It holds a super nostalgia place in your heart. Yep. Yeah. Good, you know what? M- music and everything. Like, I know all the music from that. Oh, Yeah. Like, it's very strange. I just played Tactics. And I mean, it's not like they That's even showed it. very much more. I was just like, oh, this, no. is, this is cool. I know it's all Final of Fantasy this. Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Yeah, Final it, Fantasy VII It remake. looks nice. It looks real pretty. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. I'm yeah. super excited for it. In the pre-show, um, we had those two announcements. Then we had um, the DLC announcement for uh, Mortal Kombat 11, that Joker and Harley Quinn. Now, is that new or is that just like they gave a date? Which Travis or... has played a lot yeah. of Mortal Kombat in the last year. Yeah, so they've announced Joker um, already, like as part of the combat pack. Um, I we saw the thing and I thought it was just a commercial for yeah. Mortal Kombat. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I didn't expect to actually see Joker like on screen because yeah. he is the next character to be released. And then because uh, they just recently released Sindel, um, who is amazing, and then uh joker i think the thing is though like in the original combat pack uh trailer joker kind of looked a bit like a cosplayer i'm not yeah. gonna like he looked a bit off and he looked th- like a really bad jared leto joker yeah not but like not in a good way at all no it wasn't a good way no at all. and so this i was like oh he sounds good. He looks good. I'm okay with it. And I mean, it was just a little, little taste of it. But um, yeah, so I mean, he's coming out sometime soon. And uh, I'll probably, I mean, I already have the combat pack, so I'll get him already. Yeah, January so. 28th is when he's coming out. So I don't, I don't follow Mortal Kombat that closely. Do they do that often where they get people outside of the Mortal Kombat universe and insert them into the game? Because Joker seems very out of place because I've played Mortal Kombat with you and I looked at all the characters and Joker does not fit in with all of the other ones. So I'm interested, is this a thing that they do at all? Yeah, so uh, because WB, Warner Brothers, owns uh, NetherRealm, who NetherRealm was the people who make Mortal Kombat, they also make Injustice. And so Injustice is all the DC character fighting game stuff. So that's Superman, Batman, Joker, all those characters... Um, they are the ones who uh, make those fighting games as well. Um, but the thing is, 
on top of that, like, yes, Joker is a property that they own so they can add him into the game. But up until uh, actually since Mortal Kombat 9, um, I believe they've been adding in guest horror characters. So I think Freddy Krueger was in there. Um, the Terminator is in this current game. Uh, past games had uh, Alien from like the Xenomorph Alien from Aliens. Uh, Predator. Uh, it had there's a handful of other ones. Um, Jason. Um, so there's like a, a lot of like different horror genre characters um, that are in Mortal Kombat games in the last three iterations of the game. Okay. So Joker being in it is like okay, that's cool. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I think the last Injustice game, Injustice 2, had Raiden and Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat as guest characters for DLC in Injustice 2. Oh, okay. So, so like, kind of mixed and matched yeah, both ways. You don't view it as a like, hey, this is Joker being part of the Mortal right. Kombat Just universe. Just as like a money, gr- like, hey, yeah, get like, people hey, to play Mortal yeah. Kombat. And like, okay. oh, look, here's Joker and it's Mortal Kombat so you can be super violent with him. <laughs> Whereas, well, like, okay, more violent than the other Mortal Kombat but, characters, no, please. But, <laughs> no, but I mean, in, as opposed to Injustice. Injustice oh, okay. is not I see. bloody and I see gory and gross Being like more that. cartoony, exactly. violent with Joker in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So you can be like super gory with Joker in Mortal saying. Kombat. I was thinking you were upping the violence in Mortal Kombat, which no. is ludicrous. No, you're upping Joker's <laughs> violence. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So. More on the pre-show. Violence. Uh, how about that Maneater game? The shark game that looked really amazing. I said it was like Echo the Dolphin was murderous. I am so excited. Okay, this game showed up and I was like, oh, oh, I get to be the shark because anytime I'm in a video game and I am underwater, I am terrified. Literally, as soon as you get the option to dive underwater, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to dive underwater because I'm so anxious the entire time that some weird thing is going to just slide up and bite me or eat me or whatever. So the idea of being underwater and being like the baddest thing underwater and just eating everything and just like attacking everything and destroying boats and eating people. I'm actually really excited for this. I think it's awesome. This is what untitled shark game. Very good. I'm pretty sure that's what this is. I feel like we're going to, I'm surprised there wasn't more like untitled blank game jokes in the, in this. I uh, feel like that's like the easiest joke to make. Uh Untitled. I mean, there was one very good one. um, Yes. We'll talk about later, but, uh, but no, that, that game looks entertaining. Mm -hmm. I think that was pretty much all in the pre-show. Yeah. What I think we'll do is we'll talk about our favorite moments and then go through the entire list of winners. And if there's anything we want to talk about there, we will. Um, but I think the show kicked off with the Xbox announcement. Like, that was the big thing that started. And I think we saw the box, which is here. We, we know what it looks like now. Uh, and we got the name. And I think we were hung up on the name for at least five minutes just talking about how I don't understand why this Xbox Series X is the name. Why? Yeah, there was an awkward silence in the room. <laughs> we were all just kind of puzzled. We're like, okay, there's the box. That's what Great. it looks like. It's fine. It's a box. It has lights that it looks light like up. A PC. Yeah, it's fine. And then I don't know. X series is just. It's okay. Here's the thing with the box. It's really a box. Yeah. It's not like a rectangle. It's not something you can turn on its side and it's slimmer. It is. A square rectangle. It looks like a subwoofer or like a like yes. an old compact computer. It's really big looking. Yeah, yeah. Which is odd. Which it, honestly, at the end of the day, if it performs and they have really good games, it doesn't matter what the box looks like. The name could be the Xbox Kilimanjaro yes. X series. <laughs> yes, honestly, it doesn't matter. But I'm Anaconda, like oh. salamander. Like it doesn't matter. Yes. I mean, what are the code names? Scarlet and. Uh, I forget what the Ana- other one is. Anaconda. Anaconda, yes. That's what yeah. Which, which yes. Yes. And so, I don't know. If they come out with the games, all of this is irrelevant. But it, we were just like, hmm, really? Well, especially because they have an Xbox One X. Like, that yes. is their top so now, console right now. The X series, it just, it's not. Series X, yeah, it's it weird. It doesn't hit at all. It's not bold in any way, so I maybe don't it doesn't know. have to be. Maybe they're going after the it Apple doesn't. thing now, where they're gonna just name their Xbox the Xbox every single time they release a new one. Yes, 
But they had such a weak generation that it's like, oh, you're coming out real Xbox? weak. Xbox had a weak generation? Yeah. Are, are we talking about the same generation? Xbox One? Game Pass like revolutionized the way games are distributed. Sure. Period. No one wants to play most of those games. <laughs> on xbox game pass xbox game pass is good because of the deal not because of the games you said you wanted to play gears 5 like during this yeah thing. i yeah. do that's one game <laughs> that is not outer worlds how about that one that's on ps4 it's i can play that anywhere it's on xbox one as well obsidian's next game will only be on microsoft platforms okay we'll microsoft see what we'll obsidian. see what that game is right but I don't know what if that game's good or not. Right, right. But I you're think not you're selling saying, me on an Xbox right now on a I, future I mean, game. You're selling. I'm selling you on a service, not on actual games. Did I? Did you just win? I think so. A service with crappy games does not make a good service. There, it's not crappy games. It's just like it's the it's selection, weak sauce. The, the selection may be limited. Oh, we're gonna throw down. I think we're oh, gonna throw the down. The selection later. may be limited. I Dude. did. I just did. I just market you right there. Like that market. was that was weak. Come on. Oh, you should get, you should take this service. Our selection may be limited. <laughs> I feel like Series X, like, aren't they all Series X? Like, I feel like, <laughs> like, I mean, You're like, getting, okay. you sound no. super meta right no, now. No, <laughs> but I mean, like, okay, the Xbox One X, like, okay, the X, it's already part of the Yeah, you're right. Series X is X. part like, of the name. It doesn't define anything to me. No, it's not specific at no, all. It doesn't, it, it it doesn't, doesn't hit at it all. It doesn't define anything to me. And I mean, I'm I am the person who knows the least about Microsoft games in this yeah. room, so I probably am not the one to comment on it. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand. It doesn't mean anything to me. It did not make me want to get the next Xbox. It's nice that like PlayStation is PlayStation one, two, three, four, five. You know what's yeah. coming. It's not. It's not messy. It's fine. Nintendo has different <laughs> console names, but yeah. it's fine. GameCube. It's a cube, and you play games on it. We we have fun. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the Switch. You uh, but the Switch makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, I don't know. Switch Switch is a great yeah, name. I don't Absolutely. know what I'm getting out of Series X. Like no. it sounds it sounds high end and classy. It sounds nice. A PS five sounds nice. And a Nintendo Switch, it says it all in the name. Right. It and it sounds good. Yeah. And it's quick and it's easy to know. Yeah. And then Xbox Series X. I don't know, I don't know. man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the the first game that was announced as a part of the console was Hellblade Two. Sorry, the the game's title officially is actually Hellblade Two: Senua's Saga or Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two. Is that your killer app? I don't think so. Not to be the Xbox downer here. I think we we know my opinion on this whole yeah, thing. Uh huh. That's not a. You're a console fanboy. Go a, on. <laughs> That is not a console seller. I'm sure it's it's probably going to be a fantastic game. I don't have any issue with that. It's probably going to be a game that I'm like, I'm probably going to want to play. But as a console seller, for a console that needs its next generation to be really, really good and to sell really, really well, it's probably not that great. I mean, that's probably like your like your fourth or fifth like down the line. Yes. Like... I, I think that um, the studio behind it um, is very talented. Can't remember their name for some reason right now, but um, they're incredibly talented. Uh, Ninja Theory. They've made some great games over the years, but I don't think this is like the Xbox killer app. It's probably coming. This is just the first announcement. So. Yes, I'm sure they'll come out with a, like I said, a console seller game. But yeah, that's not it. It's just a curious choice for the first game what i think i'll do is because i think that was kind of the biggest announcement i think what i'll do is i'll just start running through the actual trailers and then if there's anything you guys want to talk about I, just like stop me uh i think the first one would probably be bravely default too uh it's a game that we haven't really none of us have played nope no nothing about as soon as i i, I think it what was it a switch thing is like oh yes please be bayonetta or bayonetta 3 or metroid prime 4 and that's all i was hoping out for this thing and then i was like oh it's square enix oh okay <laughs> And then, yeah, it, and then I was like, oh, this looks like a Square Enix game. <laughs> and then the, o- yeah, the only thing I know about Bravely Default is that someone I worked with played the first one. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> that's, that's a good intro. Someone I worked with played the first one. Um, 
Yeah, I I am more optimistic about Square Enix than you are, yeah. Travis. But still, I was like default. I don't, know. I don't know what this game is. I don't care. Um, there's a lot of Magic the Gathering related announcements tonight. I think one general complaint that you had, Travis, was that there was a ton of fantasy. So much fantasy, and you just like got fantasy fantasied I'm, out halfway through. I've mentioned this before. All On of your this fantasies podcast, were spent. I have mentioned this before that there. If you're going to give me some fantasy world, it better be set in the far future <laughs> than set in the far past. That's sci-fi. Yes, I like sci-fi. If I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm fantasied out. And a lot of the stuff that they showed in this game, in, during the Game Awards, in terms of like the trailers, the upcoming games, the commercials for everything, it was all very mystical, fantasy settings, lots of dragons. Lo- like they all kind of merged into one for me. Like honestly, um, you'd have to like specifically call out these games for me to be like, oh, maybe I remember. But they all merge into one into my in my, in my head because I can't differentiate them magic the gathering arena theros beyond death was the the first one do you remember much about it no like what is that yeah no we don't really remember that i mean i am the fantasy fan more so than travis's i mean i cyberpunk i am pumped for cyberpunk looks great well yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) sci-fi um but yeah i was like ooh, dragons and swords i'm excited travis was like where is the other stuff. I mean, you I'm just super bought bored. Sky, you just bought Skyrim like today or yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never played Skyrim. Sorry to like put you on blast, well, like right? That. Being like, oh, yeah, I like fantasy. I've never played Skyrim. <laughs> but I mean, you've played Oblivion, the game that's on everything else. But have yeah, you, have you played Oblivion? Yeah. Okay. Right, have yeah, you played yeah. Morrowind? Yes. Well, then there you go. You're fine. Right. Yeah. You know what's a game that might actually make us unsad is Control. They announced their new DLC, Expeditions, that's coming as a free update to all Control players very soon. I really want to play Control. Mm -hmm. I'm not a person who usually plays games right away when they come out. I usually wait a little bit. Yeah. I know Travis is very Um, excited (laughs) to play Control. I'm super excited to play Control. I haven't had the chance to play it yet. I, as soon as the, the announcement for the DLC came on, I quickly averted my eyes and stopped paying attention to the Game Awards because I did not want to be spoiled in any way, shape, or form when it comes to control. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I have no idea what the DLC is about because I didn't watch it out of fear of spoilers. But I'm super interested to play control. I asked for it for Christmas. We'll see if I get it. If I don't get it, I'm definitely buying it myself. It's something that I'm super, 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 super into. So, Godfall. What was that? Yeah, Godfall. <laughs> um, Warframe announced their Imperium expansion. Um, yeah, Warframe. <laughs> Sons of the Forest. Ruined King. One thing we saw was League of Legends announced a few separate games that are not League of Legends games. I think you guys are staring at me going, cool. "Yeah, I don't, I don't play League of Legends. Yeah, it's not my jam." I don't play really multiplayer a whole lot. It'd have to be a, like, it'd have to be an exceptional game for me to play multiplayer. So no. So we were all just kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah, there was a bunch the, in the, the middle. There was like a few like gaps where we were like, okay, we, we just started talking because there wasn't really that much. Like there was mm-hmm. another Dungeons and Dragons game, Dark Alliance, that what? was announced. Some more swords and dragons. Yep. Um, but then we got a trailer for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. And you were super some, excited about that. I think I, there's two times throughout this whole thing that I think I was like, oh, and Ori and the Will, Will of the Wisps was one of them. Well, yeah, because I mean. Blind you, Forest is great. You love the first first one i did you should go back and listen to that podcast hey hey that's a plug yep um but it's it's a fantastic game it's on game pass day one you can get it on switch as well but you should get it on game pass are you trying to sell xbox to me (laughs) (laughs) am i trying to sell xbox to you or xbox xbox okay there's been some wine okay (laughs) i mean you could be talking about wrestling there is a a wrestler named xbox wrestling wrestling Wrestling. i've been i've had a few wines too um, we got Weird West after that, which was the game from the creator of Prey. It was like a top-down Yeah, that personally RPG. did nothing for me. I don't know. More magic Maybe in games. the future. More magic games, but I think there's a couple that we want to talk about now. We got a full trailer for Ghosts of Tsushima after that. What did you guys think of Ghosts of Tsushima? 
I don't actually remember it, honestly. What? Which one was that one? That one's like the, the Horizon but Samurai style game. <gasps> oh, right. I, uh, at least that's what it looks like. Yeah. Which I would be super excited. Like yeah, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn but Your samurai, samurai style. I didn't know that's what this was. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I don't know. No, it looks cool. Just based on the art. Yeah. And I mean, the combat is, you know, obviously close combat instead of ranged like yes, horizon yeah. but but just the visualness the like just the way the game looked yeah it, it looked like it, a lot of fun yeah it looked cool it looks like like i want to hack people up samurai style but sekiro looks too hard <laughs> like <laughs> i want to have fun hacking people up instead of you know being stressed hacking people up samurai style so wow. this game yeah <laughs> wow, wow. I want to have fun hacking people up instead yeah. of being stressed about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to submit this to the police if anything ever happens to any <laughs> of my friends uh, when someone's ever hacked up. Uh, so that was Ghost of Tsushima, a game developed by uh, Sucker Punch that's coming out finally in summer of 2020, kind of the last breath that the P- PS4 has got. Uh, Gears Tactics, which is a tactics game. We don't know who it's who's making the game, but that's the thing that's coming out. It reminded me a lot. Did either of you play Full Spectrum Warrior? Many, many years ago. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> it was like a military tactics game that came out on console. It just reminded me of that a lot. Um, I'm going to name off a couple and then um, 9 to 5. Nope. Me neither. I love that movie. <laughs> 9 to 5 was that shooter that reminded me of Rainbow Six Siege, but like there were bunnies that started the trailer. That whole thing was very odd. Mm-hmm. There was the bunnies and then... Uh, nine to five is just a strange name for a video game. Yep. It does not sound um, immersive in any way. It just doesn't say what it is. No, not at all. Nothing about the name says anything. Yeah. Nine to five. It sounds like it should be some like a company name rather than a right. game name. Right. Um, Surgeon Simulator 2, which we were just like, sure. Um, the last two ones I think we will want to talk about. The Wolf Among Us 2 got announced. Um, I freaked out. Yeah, you got real excited about that. I did. I yeah. love The Wolf Among Us. Well, I mean, we, we played it on this pod. Listen to this podcast yeah. and you'll hear the first one. There's a plug. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because Telltale died. Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm confused. Yeah. How is this happening? Telltale died um, and then they got brought back by um another company purchased them okay and they started contracting some of the old telltale employees gotcha to make projects okay it sounds like this will be th- in partnership with another studio but like beyond a trailer that was like 30 seconds long there wasn't really much what happened to the telltale games that like the walking dead ones i thought there was like something about they a lot of them fit. were delisted right uh, because telltale doesn't exist so like who are we going to pay money to right so they're just gone but i think like i said they got delisted and then telltale the new version of telltale is out so all these games are now back on consoles Gotcha. But nothing new beyond this. Yeah. And the final season of The Walking Dead are like a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, the last thing was Fast and Furious. And boy, that was a thing. That was a thing. I mean, first like Michelle Rodriguez comes out, which you may lo- you may know her from The Fast and the Furious and Lost. <laughs> which, I mean, I loved her on Lost, but... That's- yeah, she was, she was great on yeah. Lost. And I mean, she came out. She did a thing. <laughs> Vin Diesel then came out. It was slightly awkward. Did a thing. Yeah. They were both there. Yeah. They were... He was massive. To the point where sometimes guys are too big where their arms stick out from their body. Yeah, I have this You know, where they they hold their arms out at a certain angle away from their body. And they just look awkward in life. Just moving around. He was real big. I mean, he looked great. He was just big. I noticed. It's not the worst thing to notice, I guess. <laughs> but, and then, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, di- I was surprised that that was the game that they were Yeah, that that was the last thing that, that they, they announced. were announcing. Was a game that looked, that did not look great. Yeah. It kind Visually. of seemed PS3-ishy. Yeah, the visuals were not great. The graphics were not mm-hmm. great. It might be a fun game. I don't know. Right. It's not out yet. Is it a racing game? But I don't know. 
it, uh, I mean, it's Fast and the Furious. It has to be a racing so, like, game. Yeah, it's it not really be, my jam. But, but it, like, it didn't look great. I mean, one thing we said is it just seemed incredibly early. It looked very early. Right, but it's coming out in May. Yeah, and it's being developed by Slightly Mad, who did the Project Cars game. So, like, the car stuff might be good, but right. are they going to go outside the car? Is this going to be, like, a driver parallel line situation where it's... Or Driver 3, which... Driver 3 is not a good... Oh, no? Not a good video game. I was. I don't even know. Driver San Francisco, good video game. Driver 3, bad video game. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I know a lot about the Driver series. Ask Apparently, me more questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's kind of how... And then they announced the game of the year, which, again, I was like, oh, we're we're doing the end of this show. Yeah. It was big stars to announce the game of the year, but it did not feel appropriate. Same thing, because the game did not look that great, and they were not super they were like straight up just talking to each other yeah it wasn't the most professional it wasn't the most again i love them both but they yes they went off book they were just talking to each other again that's fun but not for the like the last award of the night right right that's like a middle of the night we're going off book we're chatting with each other we're keeping things lively it's not the last award vibe that you want to go for and it's not the last game announcement that you want to do. I ex- we expected more. We were kind of laid down. We were like, oh, that's the last I guess game. That's it. And then, yeah, like Jeff came out at the end after they announced the winner. And it was just like, okay, that's it. Thank you. And it's done. And we're like, oh, there's no like big thing to kind of end this on. I guess I was kind of surprised. It reminded me a lot of like an Oscars. Like as the Oscars by the end of the night, you're like so done. And yeah. It absolutely felt like the Oscars. Me, I watch the Oscars every year. I don't know why, because they're not that great, but I watch them every year. It's a thing me and my sister do. I watch them every year, too. We set up, we get some snacks, we drink some wine, and we watch the Oscars. They're not great most of the time, especially by the end of the night. They're they're kind of anticlimactic, and that's what this was. I enjoyed them overall, as I usually do with the Oscars, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, oh, I guess we're done now. Yep. That's it. Uh, one last thing we didn't cover that Travis got very excited about was the announcements for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. <laughs> right at the very beginning. Yeah. I legit said like, oh, this is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And then I seconds before they announced the first character, I was like, it's not any X-Men characters. I don't care. And boom, it was X-Men character after X-Men character after X-Men character. It was Cable, then Iceman, then Gambit, then Phoenix. And I was like, Wow. This is all X-Men characters. I'm like, hey, that's fine. You know, like, I'm down for that. I I mean, I loved the first X-Men Legend, first and second X-Men Legends games. Those, I love those games so incredibly much. I would kill, I would legit kill someone for an (laughs) X-Men Legends 3. Um, Yeah, you can send this to the police if you really need. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to hold this in evidence for both of you. Yeah. Um, Um, No, if X-Men Legends 3 came out, I would would die. And then, uh, so like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, it's fine. But like I am an X-Men fan at heart. So like, yeah, you want to throw in like some Thor and boring Captain America. Sure, great. But give me those X-Men characters. And I, I knew that. Ultimate Alliance 3 had its fair share of X-Men characters. And I think like the first batch of DLC already included like Cyclops and Colossus and a few other X-Men characters. This batch is entirely X-Men. And I'm like, wow, okay. Because, I mean, X-Men is kind of in a like tour de force right now where everything is kind of really big and uh, the comics are really on this upswing after House and Powers. So I'm not surprised that the X-Men are the focus of this DLC bundle. Um, Don't think I'm going to get that game yet, but I'm excited that it exists because that means more X-Men property properties are out there like more x-men things are out there and that's just exciting because i'm a fan of it yeah the more x-men the better for you exactly doesn't matter if i'm gonna actually like consume it the more the better uh i think that's all from like a games perspective but there were some moments that i think we we probably should talk about um musical performances uh i'm a big fan of churches so having churches open the show was super dope uh, their song from Death Stranding with the uh, Game Awards Orchestra was great. Yeah, I like a lot of Church's stuff. And then anytime you get a big orchestra with a lot of players together, mm-hmm. and it just sounds really good, I enjoy it. So mm-hmm. I was really, really pumped when they lifted the curtain and there was a whole orchestra there. I was like, I'm in. I will listen to this. Grimes performed. 
and there was an awkward Elon Musk moment there yeah. as well. <laughs> so do I stand up? Do I the, not stand up? I, okay, I guess I'm not standing up. Oh, I'm, I'm oh. The Grimes performance was fine. I was like, all right. She climbed in a virtual box. Yeah, it was it was fine. And then I It was unique. Sure. Was she singing or no? It wasn't that unique. Was she but it's fine. Just dancing? Uh eh. <laughs> It was unique. <laughs> that that's my statement. <laughs> um and then yeah, Elon Musk, I'm uh, they're still together, but that's that's not relevant to the yeah. discussion. It's fine. They just did it for the memes. You know what? Good for them. They're still together. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say. And then uh, Green Day was the last musical performance. And I'm going to hand the mic off because like, I don't know much about Green Day. I made a really terrible joke about... Uh, I don't I don't remember what joke you said. I was bored with it. So I said, wake me up when September ends. Oh, yes. You're right. That was <laughs> a oh terrible joke. Yeah. They could have picked a better song as their like old song. It was fine. And also, I don't know, the, the balance was kind of fine. It wasn't super energetic. I mean, I, I was more excited about Green Day than the rest of the, yeah. these other two guys. Yeah, I was like, they're fine. Yeah, they were like, meh, whatever Green sure. Day's playing. Cool. I was like, ooh, Green Day. And then it was fine. Two other moments I think that I, would, I just want to mention. Um, the first was what the heck was Ninja wearing suit-wise. <laughs> His suit, I don't... Kind of had some camo in there. Yeah, yeah, and I bring it up only because um, I found a great tweet that I want to show you guys, and this Uh-oh. is an audio medium, so I'll have to describe it really well. Um, I teased this tweet, and I'm going to show it to you guys. Uh, it is a Fire Emblem tweet, and essentially someone, uh, this is Justice is Over, um, just tweeted this picture of Ninja wearing oh, wow. his camo suit yep. with Caspar from Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> and I can never unsee this tweet. Yep. And I'm nope. so thankful for that. Justice is over. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, I like the Muppets. I was excited. As oh, yeah. soon as I was like, oh, there's going to be Beaker. The same thing. These two guys were like, also, okay, that's that fine. That entire thing was a good bit. Like, it was a really good bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy. That the Muppets were funny because yes. sometimes they just kind of slot them in yep. and they don't bother to write it no, really well. But it, it was worked. funny. I liked it. It was a good bit. Anything yeah. with Beaker makes oh, me smile. But even like putting Beaker into the Untitled Goose game yes. and then having the goose come out uh, as a Muppet. Like it was just Beaker perfect. And then trying to calm the oh, goose. Oh, yeah. Stealing the like award, like who won the award for whatever they were yes. presenting. Like it was yeah, perfect. it didn't matter. It was perfect. Beaker's trying to calm. Yeah. He's like scrunching the goose's beak it made me happy yeah oh yeah no that was like a perfect 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 bit uh i think what i'll do is i'll quickly run through all the winners and then if we have any final thoughts we can share them um best esports player was bugga who won the Fortnite world cup uh best esports team g2 for league of legends who best (laughs) you're not a fan of esports um so best esports host was scourge who uh, best esports event was League of Legends World Championship. What? The esports coach was Zonic. Who? Esports game was League of Legends. Who? Okay, from here, this is the stuff that you guys. <laughs> I think I know what that is. Best action adventure game was Sekiro. Uh, I Shadows didn't play died it. twice. I've yeah. not played it either. It's the no. new From Software game. No, I didn't play it. Uh, best game direction was Death Stranding. I really f- want to play this. I feel like that's probably the game that Kojima probably should have won, right? If yeah, he was going like, to win one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I'm t- super into Death Stranding. I just need to pick it up and play it. Best independent game was Disco Elysium. Best role-playing game was Disco Elysium. I'm, my, Best I'm interested fresh in this game indie too. game was Disco Elysium. Yeah. They cleaned yeah, up to Yeah, I'm me. into this game. I don't know anything about it, but like, I really like the name of it, so I'm down to look it up. Essentially, it's like a top-down role-playing game cool. where you play a detective. I like and that. And I guess just the, the actions that you can do in the game mm. are and the story and what you can actually achieve okay. is very granular. Okay, yeah, interesting. You can... You can sit in a chair for too long and die in this game. It's Fun. Like crazy stuff like that. Just like The Sims. <laughs> Just like real life. <laughs> uh, player's Voice, which was uh, it was a top four category voted on by the community. Death Stranding, uh, oh, okay. Death Stranding, Fire Emblem, Star Wars, and right. Alt Smash were this was in it. And Fire Emblem Fire won. Emblem, yeah, okay. Because Fire Emblem didn't get any other big noms, so like right. I screamed out loud when that came up. Because I played Fire Emblem for 105 hours and I loved it. Gotcha. Uh, best performance was Mats Mikkelsen in Death Stranding. Yep. Best VR, 
Beat Saber, Best Ongoing Game Fortnite, Multiplayer Game Apex Legends, Mobile Game Call of Duty Mobile, Best Sports and Racing Game, which Katie kind of screamed out loud, was Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. I was very surprised. Very happily, because I mean, I expected FIFA to just take it. Yep. As they, I think, often do. I Mm -hmm. don't know. If they usually take that category, it's not, I assume it's not usually do. the racing game that wins. No, because I mean, FIFA is a global Phenomenon. franchise that yeah, people all over the world play and they it's usually very well done because a lot of money is put into FIFA every single year. And I love well loved Crash Team Racing mm-hmm. back in the day. I have not bought the remake. I kind of wanted to. And this kind of confirms it that I should just buy it. Because, oh my god, I was so excited. When they were making a remake, I was like, Crash Team Rising! I played so much of that game. I don't know in what year. I don't know how old I was. I feel like I was pretty young. It was a long time ago. But, yeah, I'm I'm probably just going to have to buy it now. But good for them. Family game, Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, Games for Impact was Gree. I think that's how you say that. Or Gris depending on what country you're in. Uh, best Gris. action game. It's, it's, it's French. Uh, best action game, Devil May Cry 5. Best art direction control. Content creator of the year was Shroud. Best strategy game, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Fighting game, Smash Ultimate. Best narrative, Disco Elysium. Score, Death Stranding. Community support was Destiny 2. And game of the year, drumroll, Surprisingly, was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, I didn't actually expect that game to take that category. Yeah, because it was a stacked category. Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. I just feel like I was surprised that that game won because I feel like there was there was my like there was hype leading up to it and then every everyone just cooled on it. Like, I feel like it kind of just dropped off the face of the earth after it came out. And yeah, like it was a long time ago and it's just, it's not on anyone's mind. I feel, but even then I just, I have a hard time grasping that that game is the game of the year when I barely even remember that it came out this year. You know what I mean? It may have had such a strong following that felt really, really strongly about it. Whereas Control and... Death Stranding may have just kind of split the vote yeah. as far as everyone else. I don't know. I Bear in mind, the only game in this category that I have played is Smash Ultimate. So like, and... So the one game that was not going to win. It, well, exactly, right? So like, I'm probably the last person to comment on it. But at the same time, I'm just kind of surprised in terms of like the media and the hype around all these games and stuff and like the critical reception to it. I'm surprised Sekiro was the one that won. Katie, you gave a real like Oscar voter answer. Oh, that was such an Oscars viewer answer. Absolutely. I was like, so if that's their number second choice, their number two choice, then what's going to be the number one choice that everyone just says, it's it's okay. Because if there's two movies that are kind of similar as far as marketing, then uh, yeah, it could split the vote. And then number three just kind of sneaks on in there. That it, you're right. That is Oscar uh, viewing input. <laughs> uh, I guess the last question I have is: after watching all this game award stuff, um, what game from 2019 are you most excited in kind of jumping into? Um, that I have not played. I am super excited to play Control. Yep. That's I. Yeah. I feel like Control and Death Stranding are probably my two. Yeah, top and Death Stranding. Control is gonna games. freak me out. No, I think, I'm but I will it. just kind of plow through yeah. my fear. I think it's just gonna be creepy. I don't think it's gonna be super scary, but I think it's gonna be creepy to just play yeah. with my headphones on by myself. And I'm in, but I'm, I will I'm play it because yeah. I'm sure it's fantastic. Yeah. De- it's going to be Death Stranding Control for me. I, I don't think there's anything else really that uh, caught me in any way. I mean, like, stuff like Untitled Goose Game looks great. I'm super going to, like, go in and play that game, but I haven't had the chance yet. Yeah, I'll probably play it at some point. Jacob is, like, signing to me that I have to play it at some point. I will. I don't know <laughs> when. <laughs> That's all you need to know for Goose Game. It's very good. 
yeah. So uh, yeah, untitled use game, uh, but Control is probably top of my list of games that I want to look. What about you, Jacob? Um, I have most of these games either on Xbox Game Pass because it's a great service, Katie. Oh, um, sure. Or uh, on my desk, sitting waiting for me to finish my masters. So uh, Control, I'm definitely jumping into. Death Stranding is on the way. I just ordered it yesterday. Uh, Resident Evil Two is sitting on my desk to play. Uh, I Sekiro is like not a me game at all. I'm not even gonna try. Oh really? I no. I, I would try that. So, like from software games, like Dark Souls games, I yeah. just can't. Like I have zero interest in playing them. Resident Evil, I want to try. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I'm gonna have to play it in the middle of the day. Yep. With all the lights on, with all the windows open. But I kind of want to because it looks like a really good game. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't get into Outer Worlds. And that's just because it's fair. a very mechanically dense game. Yeah, I'm not a big like Fallout person. So I feel like it's kind of in that genre. And I'm just not. It's it's really dense. And it's not for me. I have to say, Fallen Order, it, I don't think it would have won very many things. It would have been nominated for a lot of things. If it was eligible? Yes. what you're saying? Yeah. Because I've enjoyed it. It's not perfect. I it's it's fine. It's kind of buggy at sometimes. It's the combat's not that great. Maybe it's just a Star Wars thing that I really enjoy it, but I've liked it a lot. And I don't know. It's a shame that it's kind of in the middle there, but it's not the end of the world. That game's going to do really well, so it's fine. Any final thoughts about uh the game awards, especially for th- you've watched them before? I've watched them before. You as in Travis. You as in Travis. Yes. I'm pointing in an audio yeah. medium. <laughs> uh, but I, I especially want your take, Katie, because it's your first experience watching the Game Awards. So I guess we'll start with you. Okay. Um, you know what? I really, really enjoyed them. Especially because there are so many nods to the future and like what games are upcoming in the next year. Is that it keeps it interesting as opposed to... Um, you know, the Oscars and the Golden Globes and the Grammys that can be kind of stuffy. And um, so, yeah, I thought it was really, really entertaining. And it's it moves very, at least this one this year, moved very, very quickly. And it was entertaining the whole time. We had we're always things for us to comment on. So I enjoyed it. I will watch next year. Yeah. It's a good time. I think you, you already invited us over for next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just make this a yearly event. Um, I loved it. I was at the first Game Awards Flex in Vegas. Flex. Oh, <laughs> flex, wow. Flex. Uh, and like, I will protect Keely whenever I can. <laughs> My thing is like, and I'm just gonna getting on a soapbox for a second. When people say like, it's so commercial, like, oh, we have so many ads. Ugh. The Oscars have been around for 90 years. They are purchased by a network. There are ads that break up the action. Mm-hmm. The ads are just integrated here because you're tuning in and you're going to want to know about these products. So, like, it's a stream. Katie's saying it's a stream instead of a TV show that it would have commercials. It would have the same commercials. Yeah. On, if it was on a network television show, it would be the same thing. You would have commercials to pay for the show. Yep. That's how things are distributed. Mm-hmm. That's how you get content. People have to pay for it in order to make a big thing that rents out a big arena. Mm-hmm. That and they fill it with people. You have to pay for it somehow. These things don't just happen. Yep, and I think Keeley's gotten away from a lot of the less tasteful things that have. Nothing's ever been like awful, but like before they've done brand integrations that were just like a little weird. Like they had this shit stick, like shaver guy come one year and like show up and give away like virtually on the stage give awards oh so, i'm like, glad i didn't see that <laughs> yeah so like they've moved past a lot of this like bad brand stuff and i think that the show is very tasteful uh i'm looking forward to next year protect jeff and and that's all i gotta say about the game wars travis i mean yeah this was lots of fun i enjoyed watching it i mean anything that has ikumi nakamura um <laughs> she is my wonderful like terrific she was at the e3 um at the same time she did the whole she's pretty much a meme um but she's amazing so anything that involves her i am down for so do recommend 
do recommend uh, that. That is, those are our thoughts about the Game Awards. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Left Behind Game Club, you can find more information about us on our website at leftbehindgame.club, on Twitter at leftbehindclub, or on Instagram at leftbehindgameclub. But you can also find us on our Discord. Travis, you know where to find Discord button, right? Yeah, on the website. There's a ginormous Discord button that's sitting right there for you to press it. And you can find that at leftbehindgame.club. That's right. Uh, Travis, if people want to find you on the internet and find all of your wonderful X-Men takes, oh boy, uh, where can they do that? <laughs> um, you can find me at Travis Colnut at, on the Twitter, and that's about it. Katie, if uh, people want to find you, they can find you in the, in the Discord, right? Mostly the Discord. Yeah. I'm on the Twitter. I don't really engage in the Twitter. I just watch. Um, but yeah, I'm in the Discord. Yeah. I am pretty active. <laughs> and you're you're less brack on the Discord, right? I am, yes, less brack. Less brack. Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob McCord and in the Discord if you like as well, and at jacobmccord.com. That my friends is one less game awards left behind. I haven't seen the, for the last Star Wars movies. It's fine. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> We're going to do this now, eh? I don't understand how this happened. So we were talking about Fallen Order and how it was in the Which gap. Which is relevant. It's not in the it's, Game Awards. It's in the gap between the two um, Game Awards, between last year's and this year's. And <laughs> Jacob mentioned that... Because I was like, oh, I'm so pumped for the next Star Wars movie. It's coming out really soon. It's, I think, next week on, like, the 22nd or or before that. Um, And then he said, I've only seen episodes one through five, (laughs) which Jacob hasn't seen Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and then I said something that made you even more mad where I said I saw them in order starting with number one. Two, three, four, five, and then didn't watch six. So, so that means he stopped after the Empire Strikes Back. Misa Krista, I'm Jar Jar. No, Beast. please stop doing that. Don't do that. That's insulting. But I'm Jar Jar. Jar Jar <laughs> Please, no, God, no. So he watched the Empire Strikes Back, which has all of the lead-ins and all like the oh the cliffhangers and the lead-ins of like what's gonna happen and he decided to stop watching them and why did he do this i don't understand and it it hurts me inside because <laughs> uh, he watched three of the worst ones yeah and watched two of the good ones yeah i just you watch more bad ones than good ones wouldn't you say five is like out of the the first six movies five is the best one right yeah. I didn't. So you stopped after me. the best one. Yeah, it didn't hook me at all. Oh, my God. I'm like, who's this Who's this Skywalker fellow? What? How about, how You've had this? a movie. Oh, God. How about Han Solo? He's a handsome fella. Yeah, and I he's guess. in Carbonite, and you don't know what happens to him yet because you stopped watching. Lando Calrissian. He seems like a guy who'd have a good party. No, he screwed over Han, but you don't know what happens. You don't know if he redeems himself or not because you stopped watching I mean, after uh, Empire Strikes Back. Imagine if I stopped watching. There's just Han Solo and Carbonite forever. Oh, like, that's all God. I know. You're hurting me. I haven't seen the new ones. I haven't oh, seen... Oh, no. I haven't seen Solo. I haven't seen Rogue One. There isn't... I just have a general disinterest. You don't need in Star to Wars. see Solo. You That's know what's okay. really great? You can skip Solo. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. That's a great video game. But yeah, Star Wars not my thing. I came in late on Knights of the Old Republic and it was already dated, and I was like, "No, I can't play this." Yeah, that's that's. You, you I, was yeah. I was sad. I was sad. I'm sorry, I, I made like, you sad. You've made me sad in a lot of ways. <laughs> oh, also, how does this sound? <laughs> Can you play back my crunching noise? <laughs>